I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The Democrats in the House of Representatives passed Speaker Pelosi's 1,815-page, $3 trillion bill to radically change America on Friday, May 15th. When a bill has 1,815 pages, it is almost impossible to grasp how many radical and dangerous things can be buried in it. This is the second in a series of briefings on the Pelosi bill and the dangers it has for America. I will post all the briefings for you to share at Gingrich360.com slash Pelosi bill. While disguised as the next COVID-19 stimulus package, it was really a bill to create a very different America with the $3 trillion as the Lord to sweeten and to some extent hide the radicalism. The Pelosi Act is full of new ways to spend money, including cash handouts to illegal immigrants, allowing illegals to work even with over 42 million Americans unemployed, funding for tax-paid abortions, and handouts to state and local governments, along with a $130 billion tax break for the richest people in high-tax states and cities governed by Democrats. This briefing will focus on examples of the Pelosi bill's radicalism from Division P, Section 16001 through 16. 0012, titled the American COVID-19 Election Safety and Security Act, or the Access Act. This portion of the larger Pelosi bill lays out several measures that would completely undermine the integrity of our elections and pave an easy path for rampant voter fraud. Most importantly, the Pelosi bill would ensure that 
beginning in the 2020 election, every voter across the country could vote by mail. If this plan becomes law, no one will need an excuse to get an absentee ballot. In fact, the bill prohibits states from requiring any form of identification to obtain an absentee ballot. Furthermore, voters can opt in to voting permanently by absentee ballot by mail in their voting applications. The language is so vague that it's hard to tell how this would look in practice, but it sounds like you effectively check a box once and get sent absentee ballots in the mail for the rest of your life. Anyone who lives in an apartment and keeps receiving mail from a past tenant understands how easy these rules make it for people to send in fraudulent ballots. There are no election officials around, no supervision or enforcement of any kind. It's too easy to see how ballots could be stolen or sent to the wrong address by the Postal Service. Plus, what's to stop a friend, a neighbor, a family member, or even the painter working on your house from pressuring, persuading, and perhaps intimidating you to change your vote as you're about to fill out a ballot? And what's to stop a political campaign at the local, state, or federal level from going to various communities to do the same thing? Democrats and the media respond to these ideas by saying one of two things. First, you're a racist and trying to suppress minority voting by making it harder for people to vote. Which is, of course, absurd because none of this has anything to do with race. It's about ensuring honest elections and accurate voting. And second, they'll say those arguments may sound fine, but there's no actual voter fraud in this country, except for a few small cases here and there. Of course, that's blatantly false. We know from the U.S. Election Assistance Commission, which reports on these issues to Congress, that literally millions of mail ballots have been rejected by election officials, gone missing, or been misdirected in past elections. Moreover, the Heritage Foundation has a wonderful database of about 1,300 cases of proven voter fraud in this country, many of which stem from people exploiting flaws in absentee balloting and by mail voting. For example, take the 2018 congressional race in North Carolina's 9th District, which the state election board overturned because of fraudulent use of absentee ballots. The fact that this instance of fraud benefited a Republican should be a sign that for me, this is not a partisan issue. Now imagine expanding vote by mail to the entire country. Think about the chaos that would ensue. Vote by mail is the gateway to other dangerous voting practices, including ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting is the practice of allowing third parties to collect voters' ballots and turn them in together to polling stations. This would really undermine our secret ballot process, which is a sacred tradition of our political system. Imagine a political operative or a campaign volunteer, someone working for a candidate on your ballot, coming to your home to collect your vote. It's like having someone look over your shoulder as you vote in the booth. The possibilities for wrongdoing are endless. And yet, the Pelosi bill seems to endorse ballot harvesting. One section permits voters to return absentee ballots by designating another person to return the ballot to the post office a ballot drop-off location, a tribally designated building, or an election office. The language is so vague, but seems to leave an open-ended invitation for states to implement ballot harvesting. The only way to ensure that someone doesn't illegally return a ballot by mail is signature verification. 
Pelosi's bill does not forbid states from acquiring such verification, but it does prohibit states from requiring notarization or witness signatures to obtain or cast an absentee ballot. Plus, Democrats at the state level are trying to eliminate signature verification on their own. In Nevada, for example, Democrats are inexplicably demanding that election officials do just that. Pelosi's bill also prohibits states from refusing to accept and process an absentee ballot from a, quote, qualified individual based on, among other things, notarization or witness signature. In other words, even if states are allowed to verify signatures, they can't refuse to accept and process ballots based on signature requirements. If that sounds illogical and contradictory, that's because it is. And let's not forget that electronic signatures are notoriously imprecise and easy to forge. So we should only accept paper signatures, which of course makes the process of counting votes wildly inefficient and perhaps subject to human error. There's no winning with wide scale voting by mail, unless the goal is to encourage voter fraud and other illicit voting practices. For those of you concerned about election security and voter fraud, things only get worse from here. According to the Pelosi bill, if you live in a state that has voter ID requirements to cast a ballot, either in person or by mail, you can make a sworn written statement attesting to your identity to fulfill the ID requirement. No ID, no problem. What's to stop a savvy troublemaker from pretending to be someone else or an illegal immigrant from trying to work the system? Now, some of these measures in the bill don't apply to first-time voters who may have to go through more of a process to vote. The Pelosi Act makes voter registration so anarchic and susceptible to fraud that it doesn't even matter. For example, the bill would require states to allow online voter registration, which is vulnerable to hacking and other kinds of cyber attacks. The bill would also impose same-day registration across the country, allowing people to register to vote on the same day they actually vote. Election officials would have no time to verify the accuracy of voters' registration information, creating a potential bureaucratic nightmare and the potential for widespread fraud, especially if voter ID laws are lax or non-existent. The Democrats want these measures to influence the 2020 election, writing that they would go into effect before November. I could go on for hours about how the Pelosi bill shamefully uses the coronavirus as an excuse to change voting laws to help the Democrats. There are provisions that allow for ballots to be counted well after election day. There are also financial costs we shouldn't ignore. For example, all mailed ballots need to be stamped with prepaid postage. Just the sections on voting would probably cost taxpayers millions of dollars. Perhaps most striking, the Pelosi bill requires states in the event of future emergencies to automatically mail absentee ballots and balloting materials to all registered voters no later than two weeks before election day. The same would apply to this year's election because of COVID-19. The Democrats are really taking this opportunity to try to secure their wish list for the long term. And they're doing so while claiming all they want to do is help the American people amid the pandemic. It is a farce. If you see a left-wing Democrat in the coming days, ask them if they think it's right to include any of these measures in a bill that is supposedly about helping Americans who are struggling because of the coronavirus. But regardless, no matter how Democrats try to ram through these measures, they should be rejected. They would only create more voter fraud and erode the integrity of our elections, which must be fair and secure. 
there are a number of other radical provisions in the Pelosi $3 trillion bill, and we will get to them in a series of briefings. You can read them all at gingrich360.com slash Pelosi bill. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.